Welcome to the Inspirational Living Podcast, brought to you in part by Book of Zen, makers of wearable inspiration for a better world. Today's podcast has been edited and adapted from the book The Optimistic Life by Orson Sweat Martin, published in 1907. When writer Edith Wyatt was a student at Bryn Mawr College, she was known as the girl in the cheering up business. Homesick students, discouraged students, students who were behind in their studies, weary students, went to her for a bit of brightness and encouragement, and always found it. She radiated mental sunshine from every pore. There is a great opening in the cheering up business, plenty of room for everybody and it does not interfere with any other calling. One may do more good in it than in one's regular vocation. Somehow these cheerful people have the power of unlocking the faculties, loosening the tongue, to make us speak with the gift of prophecy. These sunshine characters are health promoters. They are the unpaid boards of health who look after the public welfare. The faculty of humor was given us to be developed, as much as the faculty for earning a living. The universality of fun-loving shows its importance. It is as much our duty to develop the mirth-loving faculty as the mathematical faculty or language. There is every evidence that the fun-loving faculty was intended to be the strongest in human nature instead of the weakest. It ought to be developed and stimulated. It is the great medicine of the mind, the great uplifter and lubricator. It is wonderful how the cultivation of the habit of enjoying things will transform the whole life so that we see everything in a different light. This does not suggest frivolity or flippancy, but the normal natural development of humor. Great healthy natures are always fun-loving. It is positively sinful to suppress the mirthful tendencies in young people, who should be bubbling over joyous and happy and zolting in mere existence. A serious and sober face on a child should be unthinkable. It is incompatible with God's plan. What has care and anxiety to do with a young life? Care and anxiety and worry in a young face show that somebody is at fault. Laugh until I come back was the goodbye often used by the famous American minister Edward Taylor. Yet many people today have ruined their ability to laugh. They have no rebound, no elasticity. To them, a sense of humor is a weakness, frivolous and inconsistent with the dead-in-earnest, sober life. Life is a thing to be taken seriously, they say. These people feel the weight of the woes of the world. They are loaded down with this responsibility. They cannot understand how anybody can take such a light, flippant view of life as to spend time in fun-making. These people give us the impression that the whole universe would stop were it not for them. They go around with a serious, aggrieved air, with the world resting upon their shoulders. Joyous people are not only the happiest, but the longest lived, the most useful, and the most successful. A sense of humor, the love of fun in human nature, is a normal, natural lubricant which oils life's machinery, makes it run smoothly, and relieves that grinding of the bearings which prematurely wears away so many lives. 
The 19th century woman's activist Lydia Marie Child used to say, I think cheerfulness in every possible way. I hang prisms in my windows to fill the room with rainbows. This is the right kind of philosophy, the great medicine of the mind, the best tonic for the body. The habit of looking on the sunny side, the laughter side, or ludicrous side of things, is a fortune in itself. I would rather be a millionaire of cheerfulness and sunshine than of dollars. No matter what your work may be, learn to find happiness everywhere. The love of cheerfulness can be cultivated like any other faculty, and in practical life, it will be worth more to you than a college education without it. This is a wealth that all can accumulate, the wealth of joy. No matter how hard your lot, how dark the day may seem, if you work a little good humor into it, it will lift your life above a humdrum existence. If you manage to get in a good laugh during the day, your work will not seem nearly as hard. It will relieve the grind and dreariness. A dull, serious mood all day will not only make you very uninteresting to others, it will make your own load heavier. A good laugh does away with cares, worries, doubts, and relieves the great strain of modern life. If there is anyone who bores us, it is the man or woman who has no fun in them, who can never see a joke, who has no such sense of the ludicrous as to find something to excite laughter every hour of every day. Better to have a mind too small than one too serious. Give us the joy which is independent of circumstances, and which lifts us above even an oppressive environment. Smile once in a while. It will make your heart seem lighter. Life's a mirror. If we smile, smiles come back to greet us. If we're frowning all the while, frowns forever meet us. You are on the shady side of 70, I expect, someone said to an old gentleman. No, I am on the sunny side of it, he replied. A successful business owner was once asked why he did not care for the services of workers over 50. He replied, it is not because they cannot do the work, but they take themselves too seriously. One would think that there was a law against laughter in many workplaces today, where scarcely a bright cheerful face radiating sunshine is found. Even during lunch breaks, business people cannot forget the serious side of life. They eat with long faces. They are thinking, thinking, worrying, worrying, planning, planning. The almighty dollar is a serious subject, forbidding laughter during business hours. And yet, the pessimist repels trade in new business. The cheerful individual attracts it. There is a great drawing power in optimism. The hopeful person sees success where others see failure, sunshine where others see shadows and storm. If our children were only brought up with the idea that the principal thing in life is to be cheerful under all circumstances, it would soon revolutionize our civilization. A great many people never learn to laugh heartily. A sort of half-smile is as far as they ever get. If children get a little boisterous, they are hushed. Their little lives are suppressed in sad, serious homes until they almost lose the power of spontaneous laughter. One of the redeeming features of silly comedies and TV sitcoms is that people temporarily, at least, 
forget the serious side of life and learn to laugh. How glad we all are to welcome a sunny soul. We are never too busy to see them. There is nothing we welcome so much as sunshine. It is a priceless gift to be able to possess a calm, serene, sweet soul which soothes and enriches, for it is a perpetual balm to the hurts of the world. These souls reassure us. We seem to touch power and sympathy when they are with us, and we love to go near them when in trouble. They breathe the medicinal balm that soothes the wounds and hurts of the heart. There is one success that is equally open to all men and women, regardless of their background, race, or education. That is to go through life with a smiling face and to scatter the flowers of kindness on every hand. The habit of feeling kindly towards everybody, of carrying about a helpful manner, an expression of love, of kindness in one's very face, and a desire to help and cheer is worth a fortune to young and old alike. The wearer of smiles and the bearer of a kindly disposition needs no introduction, but is welcome everywhere. There is nothing wanted so much in the world as sunshine, and the greatest wealth is a cheerful, helpful disposition. These are riches which not only bless the possessor, everybody they come in contact with partakes of their wealth. Everybody is rich who knows or comes in contact with the millionaire of good cheer, and the more they give of their wealth, the more it multiplies. It is like the seed put into the soil. The more one sows, the greater the harvest. The Inspirational Living Podcast is a production of The Living Hour. For free transcripts of our podcasts, visit us online at livinghour.org. Today's podcast was sponsored in part by autosuggestion.io. Transform your life in 30 days. Discover the autosuggestion sound method at autosuggestion.io. And by Book of Zen makers of wearable inspiration and motivational gifts. Visit them online at bookofzen.com. Subscribe to the Inspirational Living Podcast by looking us up in the iTunes Store. If you're using an Android phone, download the Stitcher app and you'll find us on there. We deliver new podcasts twice a week, every Tuesday and Thursday. Thanks for joining us. I look forward to talking to you next time.